0: Ooh, yeah, that sounded good. We're here in the lots of Charlotte tailgating before the show. I'm Nolan and this is Bruce. Yes, and we're ready to go. We are sitting here with longtime fan of the Dave Matthews band Rob Georgia native lives in Charlotte and Rob you've been to several shows Uh, Here, Why don't you walk us through your Charlotte DMB
1: experience? He's the king of the Queen City.
2: I don't know about that. But uh, first of all, thank you guys. You guys have done a fantastic job with this podcast. I'm a listener. Uh, Knowing Bruce for a little while, he and I went to a show together a few years ago. And uh, so I always follow what he's up to. And uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the podcast. So thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So I moved here in 97- Upon graduation, I matriculated at the University of Georgia and uh, moved up here. And when I did, um, I uh, went to, uh, you know, first year I was here, I think the band had already been here, maybe, or I just didn't have time to get tickets, whatever. I didn't even think about it. The next year, uh, I started getting tickets, and basically I've been, every year, but I think one ever since I, I moved, and, um, and that was, uh, I think, 2015. It's been a good run, Jason, my buddy, who's comes to these shows with me every year. Thank God, because I'm not sure my wife really uh, cares much about coming anymore. Although she is a fan, she's a fan of the band. But uh, you know, we come and we have a great time. We've traveled to see him, but but you know, we always we always hit up the local shows. You know, we've been we've been here for years and have been here. You know, Jason's been been coming with me since I don't know 2006 or so. Yeah, and so yeah, we've seen a lot of a lot of shows, a lot of stuff.
0: That sounds a lot like me and Bruce here. We've been coming to shows in Charlotte since I believe two thousand seven. Uh, this is our my ninth show in Charlotte, and Bruce's eighth. You know, it's our tradition too. Like every year, we we try and go to at least one show together, and we've been doing that since two thousand five. So it's pretty good. To, it's a good way to connect with uh, with old buddies.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. What are yours? What are some of you you guys' favorite? Like memories from, I guess we should talk about Charlotte, right?
1: Well, there is no doubt that the stone from Charlotte that we played very recently with Jeff Coffin, his first show, is probably the tops of the Charlotte playlist. But there's a run there from, in 07 that is one of the best runs I think we've ever seen. Goat? Nope. Yeah, it is It is the goat. It is uh, Say Goodbye pig and dreaming tree charlotte 2007 which opened with a dream so real into two-step by the way and that two-step is really good but that run right there is one of the better runs that this band could possibly do and if they pulled that tonight my shirt's coming off and it's going over my head like a helicopter pd pablo style shout out north carolina
0: strong that is a phenomenal memory and then a memory that we both have although we were not sitting together 2013 uh which we are going to get into later in the show yes the big reveal that is our this week in DMB history the charlotte 2013 show oh my goodness the run at the end and the surprises in the middle were incredible but we're not gonna give too much away I'm going to throw in one more highlight that my co host Bruce was actually sadly not at with me. 2006, when I saw my only JTR, and it was a JTR that went into Ants to close the set. And during the Ants intro, Carter broke like a cymbal or snare on his drum kit. There's a snare and goes into this just improv jam at the beginning of ants and the crowd obviously ate it up cuz Carter's a golden god and they go into ants ants is perfect and then the encore hold on to your butts they played shotgun idea of you and tripping billies if they did that nowadays uh, it'd be the best show of the tour regardless of what was played in the main set and Bruce is over here freaking out cuz he wasn't there but uh gosh first time shotgunner idea view had been played in the encore and they had just debuted like maybe 3 weeks earlier it was a pretty pretty special show but uh all right so we've given you some of our highlights
2: from Charlotte in the past what about some of yours <laughs> if we if we just start at the beginning right 1998 um, it's the the before these crowded streets and um herbie hancock and the headhunters no not the headhunters herbie Herbie, herbie hancock opened with his his band at the time and they guested on i know it was warehouse i think it was stay and one other song i can't remember but um that was pretty phenomenal and i know that because the tapes exist You know you think about years like 2001 right and a lot of people look at 2001 and they kind of you know go well that's the everyday tour they didn't you know that wasn't a, a, a album that a lot of people liked or whatever but you know the, the what I remember from it was just you know the band was pretty much on fire it was a May show so it wasn't too too hot yet and they had just come out with this album and and even those songs that some of us weren't too wild about they just they just really hit it and it's one of those things where if you look at the set list you're probably not getting very excited, but I can just remember being at the show and, uh, and, and that's probably the only show I've been to where I actually got some acknowledgement in the audience as the band was walking off stage from Dave. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I just, I was like doing this number. I can't really show this to the point, listeners, it's but it's I was just point point right. Way. Yeah. Right. Right. And he looked back at me and my brother goes, look, he's, He's doing it back. My brother was with me at the show, and we were we were very close, so we we got that. So that was kind of cool. Um, so that that's what. But um, getting back to the meat of it, you know, two thousand two was another standout year. And what I remember about that was they were doing this. Um, th- they were promoting busted stuff, and they had they were actually had MTV was here, and they were uh, they were they were they were recording some snippets for their countdown show or something oh. you know and so you know it, it's funny when you know those things and, and you're you're kind of you, you know that they that's happening and then you look up and 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 you see like um dave just completely went off stage and boyd was soloing on on uh, lion our graves and he was just eating it up across the stage and it, it's one of those things you should probably go listen to it and i, I think i think boyd was pretty out of tune but it was, it was, it was great. But, but one of the other little things is like, you know, you just get these little snippets. I rem, what I remember from that one is the stone was fantastic, as it always is. Um, Grace is gone. Uh, it was a highlight. And I remember that line, Our Graves, I mean, he just, like, the crowd was just going ballistic. And part of it was, and this is just one of those little things that you wouldn't know, but if you listen to the recording, you can hear it. Boyd, at some point, is wearing these shades that are just starting to come off his face. And so he just stops his solo, rips him off, throws him down, and gets back into it. And when he does, the crowd just goes nuts. And it was just like, you can hear that on the recording. And that's just really, really, really cool.
1: Version by the way, with a uh, partial blue water before lying our graves. So
2: yeah, he teased it early in the show, just uh, the notes, and then he, then That's he, awesome. then he did the lyrics right before, and everybody was like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, <laughs> and so, uh, but it, it was it was really fun. And um, 2003, man, I, I I tell people all the time, you should you should listen to that 3 show. That 3 show was was they were leading up to Central Park, but. They did some really unique things. I think it's the first salsa jam in warehouse that they did, at least had done in a while. Um, and so, and and I think it's kind of been in the song since, you know. Yeah. So, um, but the other thing I remember was, I mean, just it's some it's those intangibles, right? I mean, I just remember like Dave was very animated that night, more so than than usual, and we were all looking at each other like, what. something up with him i mean he's he's like feeling it um and and one of the other things go listen to one sweet world because um you will hear butch playing on piano the guitar part that dave normally does in the one sweet world intro oh yeah oh man i wish
1: they bring that back the at least the instrumental intro that thing was awesome and A little note that Almanac has is that that show contained no songs from Buses Stuff or Before These Crowded Streets for the first time since, what, like, 01? Something like that, which is absurd. And the set list still looks amazing.
2: The thing that was evident while we were there is, like, man, there's, like, one show there that's from before 2001. And I think I Did It was it, right? I think there was one song on there. Everything else was, like... Before these crowded streets are earlier. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was nuts. I mean, it was just a crazy kind of kind of thing. Um, And from there, you know, I just I mean, there's all kinds of great stuff I could talk about if I could, you know, just look it over. But I I think 2007 was a real standout year. Um, That was. I mean, I just what I remember about that year, they had Rashawn. I think it was the first year they had Rashawn, at least in Charlotte. But Roy, Roy was really on fire here. And it, go listen to American Baby Intro. These are shows, the reason I can recall this from memory is these are shows I listened to over and over and over. You know, and, um, uh, you know, so, I mean, but, I mean, you know, nobody's a particular fan of the song Stand Up. But, I mean, go listen to that one. It's on that you talked about it recently on your podcast.
1: Yep, mention that one, that's the only good stand-up ever.
2: Like that, A Dream So Real, I loved that starting the show. It was like this quiet storm kind of thing, but it's like you could just sense the build-up, you know? That was really cool, and uh, that led into a phenomenal two-step. I remember that. See, and again, I just remember this because I listened to it over and over, you know? Um, So 2008, you guys covered that recently. I, I just agree with you, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you know, I don't want to bog down this discussion that, but that stone is incredible. And Jason and I were here for that one, for sure. And, and you know, I can remember us high-fiving each other, like like Jeff Coffin stepping in yeah. and taking off. I always felt like – I went to a show a week later in Atlanta, and I felt like, boy, he reined himself in after that. Like, he, I felt like he was just like – I mean, and, and you're just like, how does he know how to – Do this so fast you know and he and it fit it fit perfectly that was a stellar show and i could add i was sitting when i listened to you guys talking about i could just like man i could add so much but i you know so we but i won't go over that one again i think it was 2010 but don't hold me to it um there was a minaret's opener
1: yes rob's memory may be a little scratchy he's a little older than me but he uh but he's right minarets was sort of teased as the opener the night before or two days before in virginia beach And then um that night dave opened it and it was kind of a dave solo a couple other little things going on and then the band came in and it is it's absurd it was i don't know if it was a liberation per se but it may have been it had been a while since it was played and it went right into the stone and i was here for some reason i think a bunch of family like a couple issues and we had to sell our tickets i had to give them to my friend and i ended up sitting by myself directly behind the soundboard in the um, like foldable chairs section for some reason. And just this was a, one of the first shows, if not the only show, that I've done solo. And it was fantastic all the way through. But that Minarets into Stone Opener, ooh, baby.
2: It may be my favorite Minarets I've ever heard. But also from that year, we got uh, a guest appearance from Branford Marsalis. And and he was just like that's butter right there, isn't it?
1: It was the closest thing that I'd heard to Leroy Moore since he had uh, since he had passed away. So that was that was an unbelievable guest uh, guest appearance. It was crazy.
2: And and you know what I remember from from sitting there was looking at there. Jeff put his saxophone down while he was playing on Lover Lay Down and went and got his camera and came out and started taking pictures of him playing. You know it was just like that guy was just so into what he was doing and it's like that that's just that's just musicianship right there that's just that it was so fun to watch and it was almost like he he came out on jimmy later and it's almost like he wasn't supposed to be there because it's like guys were scrambling and bringing up monitors and all this stuff, and he just he just came out and started started playing with him on Jimmy. It's like Jeff and Rashawn said, "Go get this guy back out for this." And and again, just nothing like I've ever seen. It was it was it was it was a lot of fun. But you're right, I I, I got the same kind of kind of Roy vibe from it um, on that. So that that was great, and um, so we're going on here long but uh the the other one was uh 2013 right oh, that's yeah. a standout for you guys yeah and jason it me as well and i remember you know it's, it's pretty funny he said you know i'd never seen long black veil live and it, and they played that one that night that was sort of like his 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 favorite i i loved it too i'd seen it before but i don't think he had and certainly his wife had not but i think his wife if she wasn't a fan by then she had became one that night Some of these later years honestly guys I don't I don't have a lot of direct memories of but you know I feel like we always get great shows here you know it's always, they're 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 understated most of the time I used to go to Atlanta and Charlotte probably every year and always felt like you saw the band really hyped in Atlanta but here it was like it was just a, it was just, the vibe was different but they were into it. They were into it in a big way, and I've I've been I've seen shows in other venues as well. But that's just my recollection. It feels like we always get something good here in Charlotte. May, set list may not be the best, but you get a great show. And I just you know I think, and I I can't think of a year that I've been to a show here that I was disappointed when I walked out. You know.
0: Thanks for being with us, Rob. We uh we enjoyed it, and now we're gonna go around and play a little game where we try and guess. The opener of the show, a song that we one hundred percent think is going to be played, and a song that we want played. So I'm going to let Bruce start, so I have more time to think.
1: My opener choice for seven nineteen twenty nineteen is "You Never Know." The song I want to hear is the stone every damn show i ever go to and they never play it for me so thanks dave um and then the song that i 100 percent think is going to be played is do you remember um let's move <laughs> well, on yeah so it looks like i uh i really killed it there so uh rob
2: opener hmm huh. let me think i'm gonna go with squirm i think i saw that open earlier this year okay. I don't know if that's a strong choice or not but I don't I don't set list watch like I used to guys so I can't can't claim to know what their patterns are um, so I'm, I'm just gonna say score a song I want to be played hmm that's a that's a tough one I, I'm gonna go a song that Jane likes I haven't seen that in a long Ooh. time I, and I love the old school yes. I'm, I'm I'm an old-school fan I love those old school songs more than anything so I'll go with that and then uh, what was the other one
0: song you think 100 will, be, will played. be
2: played will be played mm. sledgehammer okay yep that that's a nod to, that's a nod to you guys because i listened
0: <laughs> all right opener i'm gonna go with that girl is you i think it's due a song i want to see played obviously i'm gonna go with the last stop and song that I 100% think will be played, I'm gonna go with You Might Die Trying so I can, <laughs> so they can say that they've played it for 352 million
2: times. <laughs> Do you have anything
0: else? Rob's got one more thing.
2: All right, so we were talking about highlights, right? 2014, I got to sit with Bruce. We had tickets, I hit Bruce up on the boards and I said, Hey, I got two extra tickets, man. You coming? I know you go to Charlotte. I know. I think he lived in North Carolina at the time, or at least had that on his profile. So I was like, "You want? You come?" He's like, "Yeah, that'd be great." So sold him tickets, and he came, and we sat. together. We had a great time. Got to know you guys. Got to know him, and now I know you, and that's great. Thanks for everything, guys. Thanks for having me on.
1: There's a lot of off-the-record stuff that I'd like to say right now. Now. Um, But for real no we're about to go in the show right now and it's going to be awesome and hopefully they play the stone and if they don't well i'm probably just completely done yeah
0: he's not joking we're about to go in we'll see you in there hopefully uh if we can smuggle this microphone in we'll have some uh immediate reactions to songs right after they're played so we'll
1: see you in there if not we'll see you after the show All right, Nolan, now that the show's over, it's time to revisit our picks and see who got what right and who got what wrong. And I'm kind of guessing that we got more wrong than right.
0: Yes, we did not guess much right. Uh, Rob didn't guess any right, actually. Sorry, Rob. Thanks for playing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But you guessed Do You Remember as a song that would 100% be played. So congratulations there. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, but you did not win. We tied because I guess you might die trying. It's too bad we couldn't get The Last Stopper Stone, which were the two songs that we wanted, or Jane, which is what Rob wanted. But alas, we Ooh. still had a great time, didn't we?
1: Yes, we really did. And maybe uh, Brendan and I will have to FaceTime you or call you right before the Charlotte, I mean, the uh, West Palm show um, and see exactly what your picks are for that. And maybe we can include you in on the next episode as a special guest. Ooh, let's do it. Sounds great. Well, we really enjoyed doing this from the lot and, um, I hope y'all enjoy this section of the podcast and go make sure that you check out episode seven, which includes our full rundown of this Charlotte show. And thank you guys for listening once again.